Chapter 1 In the first year of the Jin Dynasty's Taiyuan era, a fisherman from Wuling embarked on a solitary journey, angling along a meandering stream. Sunlight, filtering through the gaps in the leaves, dappled his face with a patchwork of light and shadow, instilling an unusual sense of tranquility in him. The stream twisted and turned, flanked by dense forests on both sides, while the chorus of birds and insects orchestrated a symphony of nature. As his boat gilded lightly, he found himself venturing into a secret realm deep within the woods. Here, the trees grew thicker, their canopy almost impenetrable to the sunlight. The boat seemed to be guided by some mysterious force, silently skimming over the water. The sounds of the world faded, leaving only the gentle ripples of the stream and the faint sound of the boat's hull slicing through the water. Gradually, as the forest thinned, a mountain peak emerged into his view. The mountain was steep, its summit shrouded in mist, exuding an aura of enigma and mystery. On the mountainside, there was a small cave entrance, seemingly shaped by a colossal creature's frequent passage, reminiscent of the legendary tracks of a dragon. With cautious steps, he moored his boat and entered the cave. Initially, the entrance was so narrow that he could only sidle through it, bending low with careful steps. The walls of the cave were damp and slippery, faintly revealing ancient murals depicting mysterious totems and symbols. After traversing several dozen steps, he abruptly entered an expansive clearing. His surroundings abruptly transformed, revealing a hidden village nestled within the mountain. The land here was flat and spacious, surrounded by hillsides blanketed with peach trees, their branches heavy with blossoms. A few simple, ancient houses were scattered tastefully throughout. Fields of lush crops swayed gently in the breeze, while in several small ponds, the water was so clear that the occasional fish leaping to the surface was plainly visible. Mulberry trees and bamboo were cultivated in the village, with narrow paths weaving between them. Along these paths, the daily life of the village unfolded. Chickens pecked at the ground while dogs lazed in the sun by the roadside. The villagers, dressed simply, resembled people from the outside world in their attire, but their faces radiated an indescribable peace and contentment. Children ran and played in the fields, their laughter ringing clear and joyful. An elderly person with hair as white as snow sat on a stone bench in front of their house, watching everything with a kind and satisfied smile. It seemed as though they were cut off from the rest of the world, yet they formed a complete and harmonious community, basking in the tranquility and joy bestowed upon them by their land. As the fisherman stepped into this secluded village, his arrival was met with a mix of astonishment and curiosity from the villagers. A middle-aged man approached him first, his face a blend of curiosity and skepticism. Stranger, where do you hail from? He inquired. I am originally from Wuling. The fisherman replied, his voice tinged with a hint of uncertainty. Even to himself, the whole experience seemed incredibly surreal. Upon hearing his words, an elder of the village beckoned him. Come here, have a seat inside. We'll prepare something for you to eat. With that, he instructed the villagers to start cooking, arranging for chicken to be slaughtered and drinks to be prepared. The kitchen buzzed with activity as several women gathered around the stove, skillfully handling the ingredients. Soon, word spread throughout the village, and the locals began to gather around the house where the fisherman was staying, their eyes filled with wonder and inquisitive glances. They peppered him with questions, eager to learn about this outsider. A young voice peers through the crowd. Mister, did you come from the world outside? A child asked, their eyes wide with curiosity. Yes. I come from the world beyond the mountains. The fisherman answered. A murmur swept through the crowd as an elderly villager stepped forward, his eyes reflecting a depth of wisdom. 
Then, sir, could you enlighten us on the current state of the world? Our ancestors settled here in the third year of the second emperor of Qin. The year now is the first of Taiyuan of the Jin dynasty. The fisherman replied. He noticed the villagers exchanging puzzled glances, clearly baffled by his words. The elder sighed. Since our ancestors fled here to escape the chaos of the Qin, we have had no contact with the outside world. These dynasties you speak of Han, Wei, Jin, we know nothing of them. Hearing this, the fisherman began to recount tales of the outside world to the villagers. He spoke of history, revolutions, and even shared small-town gossip, all of which the villagers listened to with rapt attention, occasionally expressing their amazement and wonder. Over the next few days, every household in the village warmly invited the fishermen to visit. During these gatherings, they would toast, laugh, and frequently ask questions, their curiosity about the outside world insatiable. The fishermen found joy in this, answering each query in detail, relishing this long-lost sense of connection and exchange. Moonlight bathed the tranquil village, casting a serene glow over the fisherman as he lay on his modest bed, his gaze distant and dreamy. He felt as though he was suspended in a dreamscape, isolated from the world, an experience both mystical and eerie. Everything around him seemed peaceful, yet inside, he harbored an indescribable sense of alienation. Suddenly, in the depths of the night, a vague figure appeared. Under the moon's glow, the shadow took on an ominous quality, moving slowly through the courtyard, like a phantom birthed from the darkness itself. The fisherman sat up, his eyes locked intently on this uninvited visitor. The shadow spoke, its voice deep and echoing, as if emerging from another realm. This place is not fit for humans. It is a shadowy illusion, and those who linger too long lose their souls, becoming lost spirits. You should leave quickly. Do not stay here any longer. His heart tightening at these words, the fisherman rose and moved towards the window, trying to discern the shadowy speaker. But as he drew closer, the figure dissipated like smoke into the night, leaving no trace behind. A wave of inexplicable fear surged within the fisherman's heart. In a flurry, he dressed hastily, resolved to leave the eerie village immediately. Stepping out of the house, he found the entire village shrouded in an unnerving silence. As he looked back, he saw the villagers standing at their doorways, their complexions deathly pale, their eyes hollow and lifeless, resembling the dead. These once warm and friendly people now appeared as soulless specters. A chill ran through the fisherman's body. He turned and ran towards his boat, desperate to escape this terrifying place. Throughout his flight, he glanced back repeatedly, but the villagers remained as still as statues, their eyes devoid of any sign of life. The fisherman hurried along the winding, seemingly endless path. His footsteps on gravel and fallen leaves created a rapid rhythm. The surrounding trees stood like sentinels, and the moonlight streaming through the branches cast eerie shadows on his path. Amidst his fear and unease, he recalled the mysterious shadow's words, which echoed in his mind, offering a semblance of calm. Closing his eyes, he took a deep breath, focusing his mind. Then, he quickened his pace, moving like a leaf swept up in a gust of wind. After what felt like an eternity, the sky gradually lightened, and the first rays of dawn began to pierce the dense forest. When he finally emerged from the mountain's mouth, the sight that greeted him brought a sigh of relief. In the distance, the walls of Wooling City were clearly visible, and the familiarity of the landscape offered him a measure of comfort. Upon his return to Wuling, the fisherman immediately went to the governor's residence to report his findings. He told the governor, 
There are specters roaming in the peach blossom land. Please my sire, send someone to investigate at once. The governor's curiosity was piqued, his eyes sparkling with a desire for discovery. Is this true? I wish to see it for myself. He ordered the fishermen to lead the way and quickly set out with a detachment of soldiers. They followed the stream upstream, traversing dense woods and winding paths. The governor and his soldiers, with expressions of anticipation, led the way. However, when they reached the location the fishermen had described, the scene was vastly different. The stream was calm, and silence enveloped the area. The entrance to the hidden realm was gone, leaving only the dense forest and the peaceful stream. The governor and his soldiers searched the area, but apart from the thick trees and the clear water of the stream, there was nothing else to be found. The governor turned away, disappointment etched on his face, and said to the fisherman, It seems that place exists only in legends. His voice carried a hint of regret, while a complex expression flickered across the fisherman's face. Under the fisherman's guidance, the governor and his soldiers repeatedly visited the stream. Each expedition was fueled by a mix of curiosity and hope, but each ended in disappointment. They scoured the stream, turning over every stone and exploring every possible nook, in hopes of uncovering the path to the mysterious peach blossom land. With each venture, the governor would stand by the stream, gazing into the distance with a deep, contemplative look, as if trying to uncover the secrets hidden in the landscape. The soldiers would question every villager who might know something, but each time they returned empty-handed. As time passed, the mystery of Peach Blossom Land gradually faded from memory, becoming a legend whispered in Wooling. The people of Wooling ceased to speak of Peach Blossom Land, as if the whole experience had been nothing but a distant dream. Yet, with the arrival of each spring, the peach blossoms by the stream continued to flourish. Their delicate petals swayed gently in the spring breeze, as if whispering the tale of that lost legend. As time marched on, the mystery of Peach Blossom Land slowly sank into the depths of history. But those peach blossoms by the stream seemed to become eternal witnesses, silently guarding the enigma, forever unsolved.